This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us for Sweet 16 episode of the Trivia for Kids podcast. I'm Casey. And I'm Quinn. And I'm tired. And I'm hungry. Quinn and I had a wonderful, wonderful week off on family vacation. We were very blessed to be able to go to sunny Florida, Florida, and we just got back today. We had to leave the house that we were staying at at three o'clock this morning to drive to the airport for our early morning flight. And boy, I'm pretty exhausted. But what a vacation we had, right, Quinn? Indeed. What was your favorite part? Probably because we had some friends come with us. Oh, yeah, it was fun. We had some good friends come along, and so we got to hang out with them, and the kids played in the pool a lot. We went to the ocean. We got sunburned. Oh, man, we did get sunburned. I made a big, big mistake and got fried on the first day and paid for it the rest of the week. Not smart. Wear your sunblock, kids and parents. So Dan is the big shell fisherman of our family. He could walk up and down beaches all day long and look for shells. And Quinn likes to do it as well. What are some cool ones that you found this time? We found some conks. There were a few of them with that, that were complete, but a bunch of them were broken. And one of them had an actual conk in it. Like the conk was still alive in there. We went to a beach and there were all of these mini clams who didn't really open because they had like stuff inside, but they'd like the waves would come and they would wash up and then they'd crawl back underwater. And then the waves would come and then they'd, they'd go crawl up. back into the sea. Yeah, and then they'd they were so cute. They'd wash up from the wave and then they'd be out in the sun and then they'd go back down into the I thought they were creepy. How is that even possible? They just use their little sucker bodies in their shells and they just dig their way back down in there. So we ended up going this past week and the weather in Florida was really hot. It was beautiful. It was upper 80s, not very much wind. And what was the weather like back in Iowa? It was blizzarding and snowing and raining, so we picked the perfect week to be in Florida. Oh, I felt so bad for our friends and family back home who were sending me Snapchats like, here's the snow, here's the blizzard, as we are laying out by the pool at our house in Florida. Oh, it was a delight. We were very, very blessed to get to take that trip. Yep. But now it's back to reality. Unfortunately. So do you have a joke of the week? I do. Why did the acute triangle pout? Boy, it's a geometry joke. I don't know. It was never right. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. I, I get it. Yay! My sophomore year geometry teacher would be proud. You didn't even answer the joke, though. <laughs> She'd be proud of your daughter. It was a he. Made... But I, he'd be proud because I understood what it meant. Oh. <laughs> All right. Ready to go? Without further ado, yes. Perfect. Here's how the show works. Trivia for Kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. 
We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started. Round one. The category is spiders. A big thanks to listener Bishop for his category ideas. Thanks, Bishop. Question one: True or false? Americans swallow around eight spiders a year in their sleep. Question two: What common long-legged spider is not actually a spider at all? Question three: What color is a spider's blood? Question four: How many eyes do most spiders have? Question five: True or false? Spiders are insects. Question six: What do you call a baby spider? Question seven. The most dangerous spider is found in Australia, but where is the largest spider found? And now the answers to round one. Question one: True or false? Americans swallow around eight spiders a year in their sleep. False. Spiders don't like to hang out in places where they can find food. There's not a lot of food for them in your bed. This is just a myth. Thank goodness. Had you ever heard this myth about Americans eating spiders while they sleep? Nope. Well, I had heard that. I think I heard that they eat about, or we eat about three spiders a year in our sleep. But I am so relieved to hear that this was just a myth because that's gross. Question two. What common long-legged spider is not actually a spider at all? A daddy longlegs. A daddy longlegs is actually called a harvestman, which are ground-dwelling outdoor creatures. Harvestmen are arachnids, but they are not spiders. In the same way that butterflies are insects, but they are not beetles. Harvestmen have one body section. Spiders have two. They have two eyes on a little bump, a segmented abdomen, no silk, no venom, a totally different respiratory system, and many other differences. And not all of them have long legs. I did not know that daddy long legs weren't spiders. I did not know that either. Question three: What color is a spider's blood? Blue. Spider blood is called hemolymph. And it's pale blue in color. So I've squashed a lot of spiders in my life, and never once have I seen pale blue blood. I did not know that. Question four: How many eyes do most spiders have? Eight. Most spiders have eight eyes. Some have twelve, 
and some have none. Spiders that don't have eyes live in deep caves where light doesn't penetrate. Why bother having eyes if there is no light to see by? Yeah, and I think besides spiders not having eyes, I think there are lizards that live in caves that don't have eyes. And some other things, because, yeah, like it says, if there's no light and you can't see anyway, what do you need eyes for? They use the rest of their senses. Yep, they have heightened other senses, don't they? Question five. True or false? Spiders are insects. False. Spiders are arachnids. Insects have six legs and three body segments. Arachnids have eight legs and two body segments. And harvestmen have eight legs and one body segment. (laughs) Question six. What do you call a baby spider? A spiderling. Question seven. The most dangerous spider is found in Australia, but where is the largest spider found? South America. The world's largest spider is a type of tarantula called the Goliath bird eater. It can grow to be up to 11 inches in diameter and has a fist-sized body. Let's think about that for a second. Make a fist. Look at your fist. An adult fist or a kid fist? I think an adult fist, because 11 inches is about the size of a ruler in your desk. So that's how how big around this spider is. So if you count the legs, that would be the 11 inches. And then your fist, like my fist, would be his body. Could you imagine? That would be cool. But the world's... So let's talk about the world's most dangerous spider. The one that I mentioned is in Australia. It is called the funnel web spider. The venom from this spider is packed with at least 40 different toxic proteins, which can overload the body's nervous system and reportedly kill someone in minutes. However, don't be scared. This rarely happens because doctors have antivenom that will cure it, and nobody has died from a funnel web spider bite in over 40 years. Yay! And I'm glad that they don't live in America. Agreed. And I'm glad the Goliath bird eater doesn't live in America either. That's sad. But I did read that even though they're called Goliath bird eaters, they don't really eat birds that often. Wait, but they eat birds sometimes? I think when it was named, it's kind of a lame story, but when they named it a Goliath bird eater, a lady drew a picture of it. And in the picture that she drew, the spider was eating a bird. So that's why they named it that, even though they don't eat birds very often. Oh, that's lame. (laughs) I know. Round two. The category is Disney music. Question one. The son of a god tries to go the distance to find where he belongs in what movie? Question two. A dream is a wish your heart makes is in which movie? Question three. Never smile at a crocodile, especially if he goes tick-tock, tick-tock, is in what movie? 
Question four: What movie contains the song "Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious"? Question five: Tale as old as time is a song from a scene from which Disney princess classic? Question six: In what movie would you experience a whole new world? Question seven: Which movie teaches about the circle of life? And now the answers to round two. Do you think that when people heard you say Disney music was the category and it was you and I hosting, that way went, "Oh no, they're gonna sing." <laughs> Probably. And we are gonna sing. Yeah. Question one: The son of a god tries to go the distance to find where he belongs. In which movie? Hercules. I love the movie Hercules. I don't know why. I don't care how far. I will go the distance. I don't know all the words. <laughs> I liked it though. <laughs> Question two: A dream is a wish your heart makes. Is in which movie? Cinderella. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep. I don't think that that was the right tune. <laughs> What was Cinderella's shoe size? Two. Four and a half. Man. I thought it was two. Nope, four and a half.、Oh. Question three: Never smile at a crocodile, especially if he goes tick tock, tick tock. Is in which movie? Peter Pan. I don't, I don't know, know this. this I don't either. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Question four: What movie contains the song "Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious"? Mary Poppins. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious, if you say it loud enough, you'll only sound precocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I'm the little lumdelai. I'm the little lumdelai. <laughs> Question five: Tale as old as time is a song from a scene from which Disney princess classic? Beauty and the Beast. Tale as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. Beauty and the Beast. Wait, it's called Tale as old as time. The song? No. Oh, it's called Beauty and the Beast. The song's called Beauty、yeah. and the Beast. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Question six: In what movie would you experience a whole new world? Aladdin. A whole new world. A dazzling place I never knew. But when I'm way up here, you're not it's crystal、singing. clear. And, and now I'm in a whole new world with.
with you. Question seven. Which movie teaches about the circle of life? The Lion King. The circle of life. And it moves the soul. What? That's I don't know the words. <laughs> I don't either. That's what. That's where my knowledge of the song stops. Oh, thank goodness. Round three. The category is tornadoes. A big thanks to listener Campbell for his category idea. Thanks, Campbell. Question one. Tornadoes come in many shapes and sizes, but they are often visible in what shape? Question two. What is the difference between a tornado watch and a tornado warning? Question three. Where is the best place to go when a tornado is headed your way? Question four. What is a funnel cloud? Question five. What do you call a tornado that is over water? Question six. Tornadoes develop from what kind of storms? Question seven. What is the top speed that a tornado can reach over 100 miles per hour, over 200 miles per hour, or over 300 miles per hour? And now the answer is to round three. So we said thanks to listener Campbell for this category idea. And his dad wrote me this nice email about where they lived in the deep south of the United States and how they live in this really tiny town. And they have a lot of tornadoes down there and they're right in the heart of tornado time. So he wanted to learn about these. Cool, huh? Mm, yeah. Question one, tornadoes come in many shapes and sizes and are often visible in what shape? A funnel. The funnel shape originates from the base of a cumulonimbus cloud with a cloud of rotating debris and dust beneath it. Terrifying. So really it's just wind and the reason that you can see it is because it picks up all that dust and debris and it makes it color. Question two. What is the difference between a tornado watch and a tornado warning? In a tornado warning, a tornado has been spotted. In a tornado watch, the conditions are right for a tornado. So if you hear on the news that your county is in a tornado watch, that just means that the weather is ripe for tornadoes. I prefer the tornado watch better Me than too. But a tornado warning means... Hey yo, we've spotted one. Seek shelter, people. Question three. Where is the best place to go when a tornado is headed your way? A basement. Question four. What is a funnel cloud? A tornado that hasn't touched the ground. Oh, so it's just a funnel coming out of a cloud. It's not an official tornado yet because it hasn't touched the ground. 
Huh. Do you think it's still a funnel shape, or do you think it's like a blob, and then the funnel forms once it touches the ground? Oh, no, it's a funnel. Hmm. You've seen them before. That they come out of the clouds, but they just haven't touched the ground yet. Oh. Question five. What do you call a tornado that is over water? A water spout. Water spouts funnel water into the sky, as opposed to tornadoes, which suck up earth, dirt, and other objects on the ground. Question six. Tornadoes develop from what kind of storms? Thunderstorms. Tornadoes don't just pop up from nowhere. They develop out of thunderstorms where there's already a steady upward flow of warm, low-pressure air to get things started. Well, that's good, because I'm glad there's not just like a sunny day, and then all of a sudden you're like, it's a twister! That's from Wizard of Oz, in case you didn't know. Question seven. What is the top speed that a tornado can reach? Over 100 miles an hour, over 200 miles an hour, or over 300 miles an hour? Over 300 miles per hour. The fastest tornado on record was in the Oklahoma City suburbs on May 3, 1999, registered a wind speed of 318 miles per hour. Hold on to your hats, folks. Tornado warning. You're going to lose that hat. <laughs> Woo! That's great. That's fast. Yes. It is. Stay safe out there, people. Especially you, Campbell. And if there's a warning, get to your basement. Round four. The category is name the number. Question one. How many days are in the month of June? Question two. How many eggs make two dozen? Question three. In the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas, how many calling birds are mentioned? Question four. How many dwarfs did Snow White live with? Question five. How many bears, little pigs, or blind mice are there? Question six. How many hours are there in a day? Question seven. How many wicked stepsisters did Cinderella have? And now the answers to round four. Question one. How many days are there in the month of June? 30. And do you know the little saying to remember which months have 30 days? 30 days has September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31 except February alone who has 28 days clear and 29 on leap year. I remembered that from second grade. I did not know all that extra. I ended at April, June, and November. All the rest have 31. That's, that's a lot of a tongue twister.
Question two. How many eggs make two dozen? 24 eggs. This one took a little math. There are 12 eggs in a dozen, so two dozen is 12 plus 12, which equals 24. Nice math. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you to my geometry teacher again. Question three. In the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas, how many calling birds are mentioned? Yes, more singing. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. The answer is four. Four calling birds. Three French hens. <laughs> Question four. How many dwarves did Snow White live with? Seven. Can you name them? Dopey, Grumpy, Sleepy, Sneezy, Happy, Bashful, and Doc. And which one is your favorite? Uh, duh, Dopey. Oh, I like I like Bashful. I don't know why. I think I just like the word Bashful. I think that's a cute name. Aw, shucks. <laughs> Question five. How many bears, little pigs, or blind mice are there? Three. Time for some Spanish. Tres. You want some French? Un, deux, trois. Trois. German is eins, zwei, drei. Drei. What's Italian? Uh, Uno, dos, tres. No, no, Un, no that's French. Uh, una, due, tre. I think it is tre. I'm sorry, our Italian family. Question six. How many hours are there in a day? 24. Same as 24 eggs in two dozen. Right. Two answers. Same number. 24. And another thanks to Casey's geometry teacher. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Wallman. Thanks, Mr. Wallman. Thanks, Mr. Wallman. <laughs> Question seven. How many wicked stepsisters did Cinderella have? Two. Do you know what their names were? Anastasia and Drizella. <laughs> you really cracked yourself up there, didn't you? Drizella's a funny name. Drizella. Seems like she'd always be walking around with like wet hair. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Round five. The category is trucks. Question one. Emergency medical technicians, or EMTs, are most likely to ride in what type of vehicle? Question two. Often red or bright yellow, what kind of worker rides in trucks that normally have a ladder and a water tank? Question three. Sometimes with a big hook on the back or other times a flatbed, what type of truck is used for transporting other vehicles? Question four. What type of truck is used to pick up waste left at the curb? Question five, what can be attached to several types of trucks 
to turn them into snow removal machines. Question six, true or false? A tanker truck is the primary way that gold and silver bars are transported. Question seven, what vehicle is usually styled after a pickup truck, but has been built with very big wheels and suspension? They often are used in shows involving the truck crushing smaller cars under its huge tires. And now the answer is to round five. Question one, emergency medical technicians or EMTs are most likely to ride in what type of vehicle? An ambulance. Ambulances are typically stocked with equipment and tools, medicines, and other ways to stabilize and provide emergency care to a person. So an ambulance's job is to take a hurt person to the hospital as quickly as they can while having things on hand to try to help that person as best they can on the trip until they get to the hospital. How That's important. Thank you, ambulance drivers and EMTs. Question two, often red or bright yellow, what kind of worker rides in trucks that normally have a ladder and a water tank? Firefighters. Fire trucks typically have ladders and a few hundred gallons of water on them, as well as other equipment. The water reserve normally isn't enough to put out a fire, but it does allow for firefighters to get started while others find a hydrant to hook the truck up to. So a firefighter would be a very dangerous job, don't you think? Yes. Do you have any desire to be a firefighter? No, but I am grateful for all those firefighters out there. Me too. Thanks, firefighters. Woo! Question three. Sometimes with a big hook on the back, or other times a flatbed, what type of truck is used for transporting other vehicles? Tow truck, like Mater. Tow trucks more traditionally have hooks or pads that are used to lift up a vehicle and pull it behind the larger truck. So if you have car trouble or if you're in an accident or if you just need to haul your vehicle somewhere, you gotta call a tow truck. Pull it behind. I'll bring you to Radiator Springs. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to talk in a mater accent. Oh, man. I'm not even going to try. Question four. What type of truck is used to pick up waste left at the curb? A garbage truck. Thank goodness for garbage trucks. Or we'd have lots of garbage just sitting around, wouldn't we? I'm just going to give some round of applauses here. And a round of applause for the tow truck yes. drivers, too. <laughs> Question five. What can be attached to several types of trucks to turn them into snow removal machines? A snow plow. Question six. True or false? A tanker truck is the primary way that gold and silver bars are transported. False. 
Tanker trucks are typically used to transport liquids and some gases, not solid objects, especially not gold and silver bars. Question seven: What vehicle is usually styled after a pickup truck, but has been built with very big wheels and suspension? They are often used in shows involving the truck crushing smaller cars under its huge tires. Monster trucks, Bigfoot and Gravedigger, are just a couple of the most famous monster trucks. I've never been to a monster truck show. Have you? No, but their tires must be very heavy. It's like time to change my tire. Need fifty men for the job. Yeah, they are big. We'll have to take Brooks to a monster truck show sometime. Be I bet cool. he'd like it. We like demolition. We derbies. love demolition yes, derbies. Yes. People, if you have a chance to go to a demolition derby sometime, go, go, go. They're so fun. Yes. And now the questions for the final exam. Now remember, you've already heard these questions in this episode, but these are the hardest ones we had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers were. Question one: What common long-legged spider is not actually a spider at all? Daddy long legs. It's a harvestman. Question two: What is a funnel cloud? A funnel cloud is a tornado that hasn't touched the ground. Question three: How many eggs make two dozen? Twenty-four. Question four. Sometimes with a big hook on the back, or other times a flatbed, what type of truck is used for transporting other vehicles? A tow truck. Question five: What color is a spider's blood? Blue. Question six. What do you call a tornado that is over water? A water spout. Question seven: What can be attached to several types of trucks to turn them into snow removal machines? A plow. Thanks for listening, folks. Well. Since we just got back from vacation, I have about ten loads of laundry to finish, and I have about ten pounds of homework to finish. So unfortunately, we have to let you go. But it's fun. Wishing you a great week, people. Thank you for listening. We love you guys. We love doing this. Thank you for listening to us and our silliness. Hope your week has been really great. No sunburns included in the package. Did you say I hope you reek? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't reek, and your week is pleasant without any sunburns in the package <laughs> or smells, which is what reek means. Oh, ah ha ha ha! Bye, people. Have a good week. God bless. See ya.
Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast. And if you have any ideas for questions or even an entire category, please email us at Trivia for Kids Podcast at gmail.com.